All right. Well, welcome today to Coffee with Alan. Um, I just wanted to introduce myself again. I'm, I'm Alan. If you don't know, I'm the pastor at Shift Church uh, here in Belgrade, Montana. And uh, so I'm, I'll be here um, with you. I'm going to pull up the, the Facebook um, live stream video here so I can see, you know, see comments and stuff. But I do want to encourage you. Um, I, we, uh, we did the, we're doing these times, um, not just, uh, for, you know, for me to teach or to like do a devotional type thing, but to actually interact with the, interact with you. Um, so as you'll see, there is a, in the description, there is a link, uh, to join by on zoom meeting. Uh, this is you know meant to be a discussion where you can come in, chime in, you know, talk about what the Lord is is teaching you in, in the scripture in your in your quiet times um or just teaching you in your life i mean there there's a lot that uh a lot going on a lot to process in uh in all this right a lot of a lot of um things that the lord might be teaching you a lot of things that you might be learning um it, it, even if you're you know reading you know in in just regular books you know as library here um <clears throat> or if you're journaling if you have a journal i would encourage you to to pick up a journal to journal uh, during this time, uh, journal your time through the word, journal, journal prayers, uh, journal your time um, <clears throat> reading. But uh, uh, most of all, so the purpose of, of this, um, of Coffee with Alan, is to share, is to pray, is for us to um, engage with our faith uh, in a meaningful way. To, you know, to, So in the morning, my wife and I have, have uh, really been intentional about uh, having a time that we spend together around coffee, we we get our coffee and we um, we we come downstairs and you know, we, we come come to our living room and look out the window and and I'll ha I usually have my record player going with some jazz or some classical or something, um, but uh, it, and we t spend that time to talk, talk about the day, talk about what the Lord is teaching us, um, and 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 process through through just life, you know, process the day, you know, figure out what we're going to be doing. Uh, that you know that that day, um, and so I want us to to see a vision for this of you know being able to come in and relate and have relationships um, to engage uh, still as as uh, as believers as brothers and sisters in Jesus um, and questions you know having a time for you know for this to to really be a, a time for us to ask questions you know because we have questions in our lives we have questions in our faith. Um, and you know, as we, as a church, I love this time in, in, in a way, I mean, it's okay. I don't love this time, but it's like, I love this concept about this time. Um, this aspect of, of social distancing and not being able to meet together as a church, um, at that, um, there's this element where we are able to get back to basics, you know, I love, so, uh, a couple of, I think oh, this, uh, last Sunday, uh, my friend Bryce it, over in Livingston preached a sermon and he titled it, The Church Has Left the Building. And I thought that was such a great title um, because it shows us the reality that the church is never a building. The church is not a building. We don't need a building to meet as the church. We, we met last Sunday on Facebook and most, many, many churches, most, you know, most, most churches that they have uh, a Facebook page or some, of some sort, you know, are meeting via Facebook or live stream. Uh, or are recording videos and then posting them. Um, so because they realize that people can still you know, sing songs together, they can still listen to the word of God be preached on platforms like this, on social media, 
uh, on the internet because we have such a blessing of technology. Um, I mean, imagine Paul, you know, using this kind of medium for doing things just like this, or instead of writing letters, we have podcasts from Paul, you know, Paul's, you know, Paul, Paul you know, you know, instead of having little short letters, we'd have like four 14 hour lectures from Paul or something like that. Or we'd have these zoom calls like this with the church, you know, him being able to get together with his, his church leaders with Timothy and, and Titus and Onesiphorus and Epaphroditus, like all these guys that he trained, you know, being able to do meetings like this from afar, like being able to train church leaders just like this on a daily basis. Um, instead of having to rent out the hall of Tyrannus to, to teach and to disciple guys, you know, you didn't, I mean, none of you necessarily had to leave, you know, Antioch, um, but but it's but it's we've been giving been given such amazing tools like this um, to use um, for for His glory. And so, wanting to use this and utilize the blessing of things like this, where like a Zoom call that is streaming live to Facebook. I mean, never my wildest dreams. You know, as as a, as a kid, as a teenager, did, did I ever dream in in college or seminary? Did I ever believe that I'd be doing ministry like this um, over the internet? Um, trying to trying to minister to people over the internet, and so I want to minister to you, and I, and I need to. I know I want to know how. Um, I want to know how we can be praying for you, how we can be being intentional with um, our relationships. Our you know because our value, like I said, our, and our values uh, here at Shift Church is relational intentionality. So we want to be relationally intentional. We want to be simple. So all you have to do is hop on, even just comment on, in the comment section. Say, here's my prayer request, or here's a question I have, or here's a comment. Uh, or join me. Just click that link and, and join in. Uh, ask the question in, in, you know, in person, right? Social distance through through the internet, because you can't catch coronavirus through the internet. Uh, but uh, now I, you know, I, want to, I want to get back to the basics of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a believer in Jesus Christ. What does it mean to believe? Um, and so I, you know, hop on, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm totally interrupt a lot, you know, t- feel free to interrupt, please. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just be talking about what the Lord has been teaching me this morning and, you know, I invite you to, to jump on, you know, hop, hop on the, this call here on zoom and, and let's, let's discuss, have a conversation. Um, this isn't like a special guest only type thing. This is for you to engage and for us to engage together and to be relationally intentional, uh, like our vision says. Um, you know, you know, so, um, this morning, it's kind of, kind of a neat, uh, conversation. Again, I talk, talk about, you know, gathering together with my wife over coffee. So there's an opportunity for us to gather over coffee. Um, and so, yeah, I, I told her to, to hop on to zoom this morning, but she, she wouldn't, you know, she, I got the kids upstairs, but, uh, but, uh, one of the things that was interesting. So she showed me this little video of, uh, these, these, uh, sheep. And so if you don't, if you don't know, so my wife has been doing a bunch of felting, which makes sense being a felts. Um, <laughs> and we found out, so her maiden name, maiden name Sherman is shearman, meaning a sheep shear. So it makes sense, you know, shearing sheep to make wool or you know, to have, to get wool off the sheep and take wool and you felt it into material. Uh, so she's been doing some slippers recently and doing some felt designing and maybe branching off into hats here soon. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of like, like this hat here, um, which is my grandfather's, but, um, but one of the interesting, so the little video she showed me was of all these lambs at this place that she goes 
to get a lot of her supplies. She got her combs there. She got her um, this like wash there. Um, and she got a bunch of sheep out there. Uh, and so she showed this, showed me this video that, because they are lambing, uh, which means they're giving birth to little, little lambs. Uh, and I was like, is that one named Mary? Is that one named Mary? Is that one named Mary? Because Mary had a little lamb, right? <laughs> but, uh, and so, so she was showing me this video of all these lambs um, out there. And, uh, and so she was saying like how much she, 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 she loves, you know, not just the, you know, the fact that she gets this wool and she, because the lady does a bunch of spinning, you know, takes the wool and makes, makes it into yarns, you know, combs it and spins it in the yarn. But she, but the, the thing she, she loves most about all of the stuff that she's doing is the process of raising the sheep. She loves the sheep. She loves just going out and spending time with the sheep, going into the barn and seeing all the little lambs, um, you know, taking the, these, these, these uh, sheep into the barn to give them a, a comfortable space to give birth. Uh, and she, she just loves the whole process of raising sheep. She loves sheep. And, and so my wife, Amber Lynn, was telling me this morning, I'm going to move this mic over, you know, closer so I can move back over here. Um, but so I'm, I've been using this microphone for a little, little bit better, better sound. Uh, and so you don't get picked up on my kids noise in the background. But, <laughs> um, but one of the things that she also, my wife said, is that she loves to garden. And she loves just spending time in the garden. She, she you know, we, instead of like looking at weeding as like, oh, weeds again. Oh my gosh. You know, I got to go out there. I just, I have to be out in the garden and like pulling the weeds and stuff like that. You know, she, she genuinely enjoys just simply being in the garden. Um, you, you know, she, and she loves being you know, pull, pulling the weeds, not because she loves the pulling weeds, but she loves just simply being in her garden and pull, you know, and pulling the weeds. And so it makes the pulling weeds, you know, not so much even bearable, but enjoyable because she's just able to be in her garden around her plants, uh, around what she is producing and cultivating. And that's why you know, one of the reasons I'm, I'm super excited, super stoked to actually join her uh, in doing the gardening this year. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but uh, one of the interesting things that she talked about with the sheep is, is how, how the sheep, you know, how this lady just is constantly sharing about her sheep. You know, constantly just posting pictures, posting videos, posting little things about, man, look, look at these sheep. You know, I'm, I'm petting the sheep or I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to shear. Uh, look at this wool. It's beautiful. Yeah, this one got into some dirt. Got to clean them off. But hey, look at this wool. Um, and, I just, and she, she said it struck her. Because, you know, the Bible often talks about us in, in those terms that we are sheep and that Jesus is our shepherd. And often the perception is like, oh, the dumb sheep, you know, sheep are so stupid. You know, you got to have, a, you know, the shepherd is just constantly just frustrated and, you know, ah, this, this sheep ran off, you know, I've got to leave the 99 to go get that one. And, ah, and then it gets, you know, one of the things that Amberlynn was saying this morning is, is how it never said that when Jesus found the missing sheep, you know, this, the parable that, you know, uh, what, what can the kingdom of God be compared to, compared to, you know, it's like a shepherd who, you know, one, one sheep goes missing and he leaves the 99, you know, he has a hundred sheep and one goes missing. He leaves the 99 you know, with caretakers, you know, he just, just abandon the 99. 
he, he leaves them, he entrusts them to someone else, and then he goes and he finds that one sheep and he brings it back and he celebrates. But it's just this, he doesn't, he never says that he goes and finds the sheep and then scolds the sheep, you know, beats the sheep and, and disciplines the sheep. He loves the sheep like this, this, the shepherd lady out in, in, uh, in Whitehall. She's just constantly sharing about her sheep. Yeah, sheep are dumb, but they're awesome. She loves them. She, and she loves them not just, and here's the part that I was getting this morning from this, from this parable, like real life parable, um, is that she doesn't just love the sheep for what they produce. She doesn't just love the sheep like because they give her wool that she then combs and then spins into yarn. She just simply loves the sheep for who they are. She loves the process of raising them. She loves caring for them when they're when, when they're lambing. She loves and 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 she loves. Oh, she's, she gets so excited when there's a new lamb. She's like, yes, there's a new lamb to care for. There's a new lamb that I get to raise. And that's like when someone comes to faith in Christ. This is kind of a modern day parable, right? Uh, she that's like you know, someone when they lamb, when you know they're a lamb is when they're a new believer in Jesus Christ and they are learning to walk. They're, they're, you know, under sitting in a heat lamp in a comfortable barn, like we're you know, starting to raise them and to grow them up into a mature sheep that will produce wool. Right. But God doesn't just love the sheep, you know, believers for what we produce. God doesn't love, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, he does not love you just simply for what you do for him. Like it says in the Bible, he doesn't need you. He doesn't need your work. He doesn't need your service as though he needed anything because for him, you know, God gives you life. God gives you breath and everything that you need. It's, he doesn't just raise you as a sheep for what you produce for him. Um, though we produce for him, uh, we, we serve him. We, you know, like it says Romans chapter 12, verse one um, is offering our bodies as living sacrifices for him to use you know, for us, you know, we, we utilize our bodies, we utilize our life uh, to give God glory. And we also use, you know, God, we offer our bodies as living sacrifices as a tool for God to use for his work. And so this, I love the illustration of the, of the love that this lady has for her sheep, because that is the love that God has for us, you know, even more so, like a hundred billion times, you know, fold the love that the shepherd lady has for her sheep, multiply that by millions of times. And that is the love that God has for you. Uh, and if you're watching this and, and you don't, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you don't have a relationship with the good shepherd, I would encourage you come in and, and ask questions. And I invite you to come and, and find out what we believe as Christians, what we, who we believe the good shepherd Jesus is, what he truly is like. Um, and I pray that this will, this video will be an opportunity that you take, that we can take to share, share this video and, and get, get the word out of, of what this is the heart of God. Like the heart of God for you is not this, like you need to do this and get yourself right and stop dirt, you know, stop messing up your wool, your frustration and walking away. Ah, oh, I've got to go beat the sheep again, beat them into submission and bring them back. And blah, blah, blah. this frustration is though you had to please god like that was your entire our entire purpose of, in life is just like simply to do good enough for god that he is pleased with us that's not the faith that is not the way the way is 
life. Yes, I am, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God wants us to have an abundant life. John 10, 10. You know, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Again, going back to the good shepherd analogy in John 10. I am the good shepherd. You know, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. That word abundant, you know, exceedingly greater than, ex- exceeding our expectations, exceeding our wildest dreams. Come and believe in Jesus and have life abundant. He promises life abundant. And, and honestly, this is probably one of the faults of the modern day church in many places is that they've made it into this, get your life right. You know, keep a short account with God. Um, you're not enough unless you're performing for God. And that's not the faith. You know, like, where is that? like the Bible says, we are sheep. It's not, he's not just calling us stupid. We're not, he, God doesn't see us as stupid. God sees us as lovely, as worthy of his love and as, as affectionate enough as time. And of, and he, wants, he wants our joy. He wants our flourishing. That's why he says, in, look at Psalm 23. Yeah, <laughs> he is our shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me to green pastures. He leads me to the still waters. So I don't freak out. He leads me to a place that I that he knows that I will receive nourishment and life and 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 refreshing from those from the cool still waters. He doesn't lead me to this like you know cra- there's a crazy rap that's going on right, especially right now. There's a crazy rap that's going on, and he leads me to the place where. The still waters won't, won't, where it won't freak me out, and I can be refreshed with the water. And though I'm walking through the darkest valley, man, I know He's with me, and I don't have to fear. I don't have to fear what's behind that bush. I don't have to be afraid of what's going to happen, whether, whether there's predators around or or if there's a hole that I'm going to fall into, or I'm going to be swept away by rapids, or I'm you know, whatever the fears are of walking through this darkest valley. He, the, 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 the David is talking about in, in Psalm, Psalm chapter 23 that I don't have to be afraid because he's with me. His rod and his staff are there to protect me from the enemies, from the, the predators. I shall not want. And that is the heart of God for us, for you. If you believe, man, be, help that, let that be a reminder right now. And if, you, if you're here watching this video and you don't believe in Jesus, I would invite you to come and get to know the heart of, of the Good Shepherd. Read, read you know, Psalm chapter 23. Read uh, John chapter 10. Just to get, the, get a feel, get an understanding of the heart for God, of, of God for you. Because I guarantee you, it is a, a heart of love. It is a, a heart of like that lady over in Whitehall, that she loves the sheep. She loves caring for the lambs and the moms, which they've given birth. She loves caring for the sheep, not simply because of what they produce, but because of who they are. And God loves you because of, not because of what you produce for him, but of who you are. And here's who you are. If you are in Christ, if you are a sheep, his sheep and he is your good shepherd, you are his. You are his. You belong to him. And he cares for you. He loves you. He has hope for you. He, he has peace in store for you. 
and he wants you to to claim. I want to be careful with how I say this word, but I love this word: victory over the things that are causing strain or stress or worry or anxiety in our in our lives. Whether you're watching this video right now in the midst of this coronavirus, or it's a year from now and you're suffering financially, you're your you're your, your, your relationship is breaking up and you're in this emotional crisis or whatever, whatever crisis is going on in your life, know that you have a good shepherd that is leading you through it. So claim victory over that struggle, claim victory over that crisis, claim victory over that strain and struggle because he is Lord. He is King. He said, you're going to have trials and troubles in this world, but don't fret. Don't be afraid. Don't worry for I have conquered the world. I have claimed victory over this world, and you can walk in my victory. You can walk in my victory. You can walk in the newness of life, walk in hope, walk in joy, and walk in peace. Well, um, thank you guys so much for, for joining, and uh, uh, we'll be right here uh, tomorrow, same time, 10 o'clock, for some more Coffee with Alan. Uh, God, I thank you so much for this time. And I, I pray, Lord, that you would use this video even you know, above and beyond this time today. And uh, God, that this would be an encouragement for folks as, as, they, as we listen in. God, as, as, as we listen to your promises. God, as we, as we remind ourselves of your identity, that you are the, our good shepherd, that you are the resurrection of life. You are the bread of life. You are Jesus. You are our beloved shepherd who loves us and cares for us. And so, Lord, I pray, God, that we would hear your voice, that we would believe uh, the promises of Psalm 20, 23, that uh, you do indeed lead us to green pastures. You do indeed lead us uh, to the still waters, and we can practice hope in Jesus Christ because we are leaning into the promise that you desire abundant life for us. You don't desire anxiety. You don't desire worry and stress. But, Lord, you would desire flourishing and joy and peace and hope. So, God, I pray that you would bring that peace to us right now. Right now, Lord Jesus. Wash us clean. Wash us with your hope. Wash us with your joy. Fill us with your joy, with your spirit in you, that we can see the future brightly. We can see the life in front of us as new, the newness of life, God. And I see every single day that your, your mercies are new every morning for us, God. Every day is a new opportunity to find new mercies, new hope, and new joy in you, Jesus. Every single day, whether we're in crisis or not. Lord, I pray you'd bring peace to our hearts and vision to our minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, I will see you guys right here tomorrow at 10 o'clock. See you then, guys. Bye.